This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. with the news. First, the top stories. In Bucharest, the agenda of the meeting of the Supreme Council of National Defense focuses on the impact of the war in Ukraine on Romania. The leaderships of the governing coalition in Romania are meeting again to decide this year's electoral calendar. And the Romanian tennis player Sorana Kursta is playing today in the round of 16 of the WTA 1000 tournament in Dubai against the Croatian Dona Vekic. The impact of the war in Ukraine on Romania, the endowment programs of the Romanian army, and the recent cyber attacks will be among the topics discussed during today's meeting of the Supreme Council of National Defense. The consequences for Romania will be analyzed after the deterioration of the security situation in the Black Sea region in the context of Russia's aggression against Ukraine. The progress recorded in the field of defense planning is another topic on the agenda, attention being directed in particular to the development of the endowment programs, the measures to increase the staffing level, as well as the retention of military personnel. The activity report of the Supreme Council of National Defense for the year 2023 will also be presented, as well as that of the Cybersecurity Operative Council. Recently, there have been cyber attacks on several hospitals in the country, and the government is working, together with the European Center, on a cybersecurity guide for IT administrators in the public system. The leaders of the governing coalition in Romania, made up of the Social Democratic Party and the National Liberal Party, are meeting again today to decide whether this year's elections will be merged or not. The Liberals demand that the local elections be held in the summer simultaneously with the European parliamentary ones. And the Social Democrats want the merging in the autumn of the parliamentary elections with the first round of the presidential election. Moreover, an idea emerged in the public debates that the parties in power could participate on common lists in the elections for the European Parliament, even though they belong to different European political families, The Social Democrats are members of the European Socialist Group and the Liberals of the European People's Party. From the opposition, Save Romania Union and the Alliance for the Union of Romanians argue that the discussions on the topic of merging the elections do nothing but distract Romanians' attention from the country's real problems. We'll come back to that after the news. The Romanian tennis player Sorana Krista, 22nd in the WTA ranking, is playing today in the round of 16th of the WTA 1000 tournament in Dubai 
against the Croatian Dona Vekic, 31st in the WTA ranking, who managed to produce a big surprise on Tuesday, defeating the Belarusian Arina Sabalenka, world number two. Sorana leads 3-2 in direct matches with Vekic and has qualified after defeating Russian Veronika Kudermetova, 19th in the WTA ranking, score 6-1, 6-4. Hrsta dominated the game especially in the first set, obtaining her third victory in four matches with Kudermetova. The Dubai tournament has total prizes worth over $3.2 million. In Romania, the sale of energy drinks to minors will be sanctioned, according to a draft law adopted on Tuesday by the Chamber of Deputies as a decision-making body. The ban will be valid both in shops and at vending machines, inside hospitals or schools, and fines for violating the law can reach about 6,000 euros. More on this topic after the news. Three prehistoric gold bracelets from Romanian archaeological sites were brought to the country by Romanian prosecutors and police. They were taken from a museum in Antwerp, Belgium. The three movable cultural assets of great value protected by law were stolen by unknown perpetrators and subsequently alienated. The Belgian judicial authorities signaled in October 2020 the presence of the three bracelets in the catalogue of an auction in Monte Carlo, and the following month the Romanian police officers from the Service for the Protection of the Natural Cultural Heritage referred the matter to themselves. According to experts, the bracelets are dated around the year 1000 before Christ, and they will end up in the custody of the National History Museum of Romania. In Romania, the draft law for the modification of the program to stimulate the renewal of the national car fleet is put up for public debate on the website of the Environment Ministry. The Rabla Classic program does not come with changes. Therefore, approximately 1,400 euros will be offered for the scrapping of a new car this year and approximately 2,000 euros for the scrapping of two cars. Echo tickets can be added to these amounts. And that's the news. The elections due this year in Romania are already making headlines. I'm Elena Enake with more on this topic in a report by Bogdan Matei. In three and a half decades of Romanian post-communist democracy, 2024 is a very special year. It is the first in which all four possible types of elections are held for the European Parliament, local, legislative and presidential. The latter will most likely see two rounds of voting. In other words, the electorate will be asked to go to polls five times in several months, which, according to many, risks amplifying voters' boredom with politics. Another important element is the high cost with logistics and staff at the polling stations. That is why the idea of merging some of the elections has become viable. That is, holding local elections concurrently with the ones for the European Parliament, already set for June 9, and or the elections for the local parliament on the same date with one of the presidential rounds scheduled towards the end of the year. 
There are people, however, who find the idea of merging the elections at least bizarre, because they say voting on the same day for the European Parliament and for the local mayor will inevitably alter the electoral debate by mixing the famous and increasingly unpopular Green Deal promoted by Brussels, for instance, with a hose in a village's pavement. Nevertheless, 50% of Romanians would agree with merging the elections, while a third see it as a bad idea, according to data over course survey made public on Tuesday. As regards the voting intention, if the European Parliament elections were held next Sunday, the PSD, the main party of the ruling coalition, would get 31% of the votes, followed by PNL, also in power, and AUR, the nationalist opposition, with 20% each. Also from the opposition, the United Right Alliance, formed by the parliamentary party USR, PMP, founded by former President Traian Băsescu, and the Force of the Right, a liberal dissidence headed by former Prime Minister Ludovic Orban, would get 13%, a little bit more than the present political result of USR. The populist party SOS Romania, founded by the noisy senator Diana Șoșoacă, who had been expelled from our three years ago, and Udemere, a junior partner in a number of former ruling coalitions on the right and left side of the political spectrum, would fall below the electoral threshold of 5%. If PSD and PNL had joint lists of candidates for the European Parliament elections, they would get 50% of the votes, according to the recent course survey conducted on a representative sample and with an error margin of plus-minus 3%. This is, as sociologists and journalists would say, the picture of the moment. However, what all sociological reports have been indicated for more than 20 years is that in a ranking of the institutions that Romanians trust the most, the army, the church and the academy come first, while parliament and political parties are always on the last two places. In Romania, selling energy drinks to underage customers will be banned under a new bill endorsed by the Chamber of Deputies. I'm Ana Maria Popescu with more details in this report written by Corina Criste. A draft law that bans selling energy drinks to minors in order to prevent and fight the effects of such products on people's health was endorsed on Monday by the Chamber of Deputies, with 238 votes in favor, one vote against and 12 abstentions. This initiative was delayed in the Senate for longer than we had intended, said the Social Democrat Alfred Simonis, the interim chamber speaker and the author of the bill, according to whom, at the moment, we have serious indications, research and discussions that we had with parent associations, teachers, NGOs concerned with this topic, which tell us that there are a lot of energy drinks that are used by children by the gallon in and out of school, which is not beneficial to their health. Alfred Simonis. It hasn't been easy for us to win this battle against a highly profitable and very rich industry. And I promise that next week we will also endorse a bill banning the sale of electronic cigarettes to children. And I can assure you that in the forthcoming period, as soon as possible, we will also ban slot machines in big cities, in towns and in the countryside.
The new legislation prohibits the sale of energy drinks containing various combinations of carbohydrates, vitamins and minerals with at least two stimulant compounds such as caffeine within the premises of education institutions, healthcare units or care centers for underprivileged people. Using such products has even led to deaths among underage people, MP Diana Stoica from Save Romania Union emphasized. The National Public Health Institute has presented us with extensive research. Adverse effects include sleep disorders, anxiety, increased blood pressure, facilitation of diabetes and even sudden death. The short and long-term effects of energy drinks are extremely harmful for what we call harmonic development and functional development. Professor Mihaela Bolgradan with the Marie Curie Emergency Children's Hospital told Radio Romania. The body responds immediately to the ingestion of a substance. It forms or develops a type of metabolism that will later on impede the normal development of the body. These energy drinks that we are discussing today only damage the normal operation of the body. The bill introduces fines of up to 6,000 euros for businesses that violate the provisions, with repeat offenders said to have their operations temporarily suspended. And this wraps up today's newscast on Radio Romania International. Don't forget you can also follow us online at rri.ro and on Facebook. Focus on Romania. Time now for Hit of the Day on Radio Romania International. You're invited to listen to Laura and What's Up and their hit, I Can't Wait for the Evening to Come. Să te sâng la pieptul meu Zi de zi sunt plecat departe Trag mai mereu să nu miroasă viața a greu Pe tale, de trandafir Pe patul nostru în orice seară Trăim viața în grădina fericirii noastre Cine ce să ne ceară Sunt plecat în orice zi din săptămână Să aduc fericirea pe masă Nu ne lipsește nimic decât timpul pe care Nu-l petrec ca să ieși la frumoasă Ți-am căzut în plasă, dar lasă Tu știi că pentru mine contează doar că îți pasă
că nici nu vreau să mă gândesc Tu mi-ai durerea ca vioara Prezint că în tricoul tău iar mă trezesc Am te aștept să vină Listening to Radio Romania International. Society Today. Hello and welcome to Society Today. I am Kalin Kosoyu. Everyone knows Romania has a shortage of soldiers. The state is about to call on young people to opt in the near future for a paid voluntary tour of military training with the Ministry of Defense. The authorities are currently working on updating the legislation on preparing the population for defense. A draft law initiated in 2019 by the General Defense Staff and put into decisional transparency in 2022, is in the interministerial approval circuit. It proposes that people between 18 and 35 years of age, regardless of gender, with permanent residency in Romania, be able to voluntarily participate in a basic military training program of a maximum of four months. They would be able to learn how to handle different types of weapons, to participate in outdoor orientation, decontamination drills, or first aid courses. During this time, they would benefit from free accommodation, equipment, and food, and would receive a monthly allowance similar to military staff at the rank of soldier, of about 3,000 lei or 600 euros. At the end of the program, a bonus representing three gross average salaries is included. Students could also do internships to gain basic knowledge in the military field upon request during university vacations. All those who follow a voluntary training program would either be part of the available reserve of the Romanian army or could enter a selection to become professional soldiers with a contract of employment in the armed forces. Military officials insist and Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu reinforces. Neither is it about returning to the mandatory army, nor, despite the tense geopolitical context, is the country preparing for any war. But, experts add, they must prepare for defense. Here is Marcel Ciolacu. Every country must prepare for the worst, but one must not focus on the context of the war in Ukraine and think that there is a danger from Russia to Romania. There is no danger in that sense, but we really need a normal country. 
And then you have to anticipate certain things, like this paid voluntary system, where people train and learn the basics of the art of defense. It's the right approach, but it didn't have to be crammed in the context of a border war so that Romania would understand from this news that, alas, war is coming upon us. No war is coming. That was Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu. The law on voluntary military service has the deadline for adoption in Parliament in June. Romania has a deficit of both active military personnel and reservists. It would rely, if necessary, on approximately 70,000 active military personnel, compared to over 300,000 in the 1990s, and on a reserve in a natural aging process, composed mainly of those who performed mandatory military service until 2007, the year it was suspended. In an interview for Radio Romania, Reserve Lieutenant General Virgil Bolacianu, president of the Association of Reserve Officers in Romania, explains why we ended up in this situation. States like Poland have intuited, ever since the suspension of compulsory military service, the need for a fresh, young, and permanently trained reserve force. On the other hand, in Romania, with the suspension of compulsory military service, the reserve no longer mattered. The political measures are late at this stage, and I will give you an example that is conclusive. Poland adopted the Voluntary Reservist Law in 2009 when it suspended compulsory military service. Romania implements such a law 10 years after the suspension of compulsory military service, too. And now we are witnessing a two-year delay in the arrival of the law for training the population for defense, which has a provision regarding voluntary paid service with the same delay, which is irresponsible. Things are due somewhere to the misunderstanding by political leaders, even by military leaders in the Romanian army, after the suspension of the compulsory military service, that the reserve is not necessary, that reservists are no longer so important. We are now in the twelfth hour, and only the dignified and responsible position of General Vlad, the head of the Ministry of Defense, triggered a process that should have been triggered two years ago. Out in the street, the opinions of young people are divided. According to a recent opinion poll conducted by Avangard, the majority of Romanians, 71%, say that the Romanian armed forces would not cope if the country were attacked. Asked if they were willing to undergo military training, 37% of the general population agrees, 57% do not. At the same question, 14% of 18 to 35-year-olds are in favor while 77 are against. You have been listening to Society Today. Coming up next on Radio Romania International, visit Romania.
Welcome to Visit Romania with me, Eugen Nasta. The spring edition of Romania's Tourism Fair has drawn to a close. However, we can focus our attention on a lot of destinations, some of which being voted as Fijet Romania 2024 destinations, a project of the tourism press club Fijet Romania. The project seeks to draw attention on several destinations across the country that stand out specifically because of that. We've been there, we saw how our cell site looked like, we wrote about those destinations, we cast our vote in their favour, and we're now presenting a top 10 Romanian destinations that are worth visiting. Today we speak about the number one destination, Rimeta. Attending the awarding ceremony of the Fije Romania 2024 Destination Awards, the mayor of the commune of Rimeta, Deac Sekei Silard Levente, told Radio Romania International the following. Rimeta is a wonderful place. We can find it somewhere in Alba Iulia. It is located in the northeastern part of the county. It is a locality teeming with traditions and customs we intend to preserve. But we also want to develop tourism in such a way as to succeed in preserving those customs and traditions. It is a developed locality. We're speaking about almost 30 years of tourism. In the village of Rimeta alone, we have around 45 to 50 accommodation units with dining areas. Which means that in the course of a year, we have roughly six to 7,000 visitors who have accommodation. And if we also take into account those who are just passing through the village, then we can even speak about tens of thousands as well. Rimeta welcomes its visitors with a homogeneous architecture of the houses. A fire destroyed a century and a half ago, almost all the houses. The village was reborn and the new houses were built according to the same architectural pattern. There are tall houses with white walls and window frames painted in green, with tall gates, with a garden and an orchard in the back. Quite a few of them have been turned into guest houses. The oldest house in the Rimeta, different from the others as an architectural pattern, is dated 1668. For the preservation of its architectural assets, in 1999, Rimeta was awarded by the European Union the Europa Nostra Award through the rural restoration program bearing the same name. Here you can also find the watermill, built in 1752. It is hosted by a local who is passionate about collecting the old objects, milling utensils and other tools used in the old days. The locality was documented in 1257 and, thanks to the iron ore, Rimeta became a rich mining and crafts centre. The ethnographic museum in the village, placed in the building of the town hall, reenacts a fair part of the locality's history. It is the village where, in the summer, the sun rises twice, whilst through the precipice of the Piatra Securi Massive, and the second time from above the ridge. It is the reason why, since 2015 here, from late June and early July, the Double Rise Festival has been held. And that was Visit Romania. Next in this program... Sports. Welcome to Radio Romania International Sports Club. I'm Eugen Nasta. Romanian women weightlifters' performance in recent international competitions 
has been better than the men's performance. It is one of the conclusions that can be drawn in the wake of the European Weightlifting Championships that have drawn to a close in Sofia on Tuesday. Seven of the eight medals of the Romanian delegation went to women competitors. Mihaela Kambe was the Romanian delegation's top performer. In the 49-kilogram category, Kambe won gold in the snatch, but also in the clean and jerk style. We should also say that in the clean and jerk style, with a deadlift of 109 kilograms, Mihaela Kambe set a new European record. Mihaela broke her own European record, she said, in Yerevan in 2023. Mihaela Kambe's result combined, 199 kilograms, is also a new European record. In Sofia, Mihaela Kambe was designated Euro's best woman weightlifter in 2023. Mihaela Kambe is the best-placed European athlete according to the 49-kilogram category's Olympic rankings. According to the general rankings, Kambe is fifth-placed. The Romanian is only one kilogram away from the second, third and fourth-placed weightlifters, a US and Indian and a Thai weightlifter, respectively. Dominating the rankings is China's Hui Hua Jiang, who is a mere 16 kilograms away from the second place in the rankings. Competing in the 71 kilogram category, Loredana Toma was the second Romanian weightlifter with an excellent run in Sofia. Toma won gold in the snatch style with a deadlift of 114 kilograms. In the clean and jerk style, Loredana came in fourth with a deadlift of 127 kilograms, having failed two attempts in the 131 kilogram category. Combined, Loredana Toma won gold with 241 kilograms. According to the Olympic qualifiers' rankings, Loredana is fourth placed with a combined result of 256 kilograms she succeeded in the 2022 edition of the World Championships in Bogota. At the top of the table stands a Chinese weightlifter, Gui Fang Liao, with a combined result of 273 kilograms. Some of the other remaining competitors in Sofia also walked away with medals. In the 61-kilogram categories clean and jerk style, Valentin Yona de Yanku won the silver medal. Also in the clean and jerk style, Modelina Miron won bronze in the 45-kilogram category. Also bronze went to Andrea Kotruza in the 59-kilogram category. And that's all from Sports Today. You can also access our sports items at rri.o and on Facebook. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next in the program, here is Truly Romanian. I'm Eugen Nasta. Pe plaiuri, prahove, nemăi măi 
veselie, Vilecând cu bucurie, măi, măi. Cântece de alean și dormăi, De sumunți de la izvor, La voie cântecul, măi, măi, Și vi-l cânt cu sufletul, măi, măi. Și-am făcut un legământ cât trăiesc pe acest pământ, măi, măi. Să vă cânt, să vă doinesc, măi, Inima să-mi răcoresc, măi. Să vă cânt ce-mi place mie De dor și de bucurie, măi, măi De pe plaiuri prahovene Toate cântecele mele You have just listened to a song performed by Romanian traditional music legend Irina Login, hailing from Prahova County in the south. Next up in the program, here is a beautiful love song from Irina Login's repertoire. Ai ți-ai luat căruță Și treci mereu pe uliță Treci mereu prin poarta mea Vrei să-mi faci inimă rea Ți-arunci ochii pe fereastră Să vezi dacă sunt acasă Ia la 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 Se distrează neicuța Ia la 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 Păi zi, păi hau, păi stai Căruță cu cai Gheorghiță, când ne iubeam, a trecut mai mult de un an. Ce fericită eram, de mână când ne plimbam. De când e lumea făcută, frumos la frumos se uită. Așa e de când lumea, frumos pe frumos se ia. Ia la 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 Se distrează neicuța, ia la 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 E mare la ploiești, căruța să-ți pregătești Să-i pui flori și scoarțe noi, ca ei lor să le dai mei Să vii gărghiță cu bine, că e târgul de irine Ia la 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 Ia mânt căruța ta, ia la 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 Păi, 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 stai, căruță cu cai Ia la 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 Ia mâncăruța ta Ia la 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 Păi zi, păi ho, păi stai Căruță cu cai Coming up next in the program Here is a very touching song Praising the importance of maternity Performing is Irina Login once again
Among the prestigious awards and distinctions received by Irina Login, there is the Cultural Merit Order in the Fourth Class. In 1968, then the Communist leader Nicolae Ceausescu proclaimed her the country's number one traditional music vocalist. We end Truly Romanian today with a funny song from Irina Login's repertoire.
ce marș pe drum de munte, că bramne ca multe. Să uit supărările mai, să las toate relele mai. Cine nu-i mâncat de dor, are somnul mai ușor. Cine nu-i mâncat de rele, n-are zile grele. N-ai să mă mai vezi prin casă Rămâi singură în prag Mă duc după cine-mi-e drag mai De cine mi-e dor Nu-i pe aici umblător Voi zbura ca pasărea Cum vrea inima te las, mamă, sănătoasă, de-acum plec la altă casă Și mă-ntorc la dumneata când vrea inima Living Romania Coming up next Happening in Romania Hello and welcome to a new edition of Happening in Romania with me, Lecremiara Simeon. February 19th was the National Constantin Brancusi Day. Declared in 2015 the National Constantin Brancusi Day, this day has become an occasion not only to celebrate the contribution of the Romanian sculptor to the evolution of modern art, but also an occasion to reflect on the values of national culture and to celebrate artistic excellence. Now, On the 148th anniversary of the birth of the so-called father of modern sculpture, conferences, exhibitions, performances and other events were organized in various places across the country and abroad. Constantin Brancusi was born in 1876 in Hobica in Gorsh County, and after graduating in 1902 from the School of Fine Arts in Bucharest, he went to Paris, where he was admitted to the École Nationale Supérieure de Beaux-Arts, and later was employed by Rodin as an apprentice, the Romanian Cultural Institute recalls. Convinced that nothing grows in the shade of big trees, he rented a space on Montparnasse Street, where he set up his own workshop. Constantin Brancusi left posterity an impressive work of great thematic complexity. In 1907, he created The Kiss, a recurring theme in his creations, Then works such as The Sleeping Muse, The Wisdom of the Earth, Mademoiselle Pogani, Princess X, or Bird in Space. In 1938, he completed the artistic ensemble in Turgujiu, consisting of the Table of Silence, the Gate of the Kiss, and the Endless Column. After, in 1909, he exhibited works both in Paris and Bucharest, the artist had his first exhibition in America in 1914, in an art gallery in New York. Constantin Brancusi died on March 16, 1957, being buried in the Montparnasse Cemetery in Paris. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Also on Brancusi Day, as every year, 
visual artist MC Donich proposes the one-hour exhibition, a meeting without flower reeds, speeches, or festivities on Branco's Day. Now in its eighth edition, the event produced by the Artefactum Cultural Association took place on Monday, February 19th, between 2 p.m. and 3 p.m., in the space in front of the Brancusi bust near the Faculty of Arts of the West University in Timisoara. Architect MC Donich said that for eight years he has been organizing unconventional events at the Brancusi bust in Timisoara. This year, in partnership with the Sons of Gorge Association and the Rotary Club, he proposed a one-to-one -one scale module that was placed in front of the bust two meters away from it for one hour. In the upright position, the module suggests a plinth for the bust. In a horizontal position, it suggests a place of retreat. The ensemble of two modules constitutes a proposal for a possible monument to honor the personality of the great Romanian sculptor, said architect M. C. Donich. In 2023, at the invitation of the Romanian Cultural Institute in Budapest, he promoted Timisoara as a European capital of culture with the exhibition Before Brancusi, opened in the Hungarian capital on the exact day that Timisoara officially inaugurated its European Capital of Culture 2023 program. For four months in 2023, the artist MC Donich exhibited on 20 consecutive Thursday evenings 20 ethno-sculptures, each outdoor, at the metal monolith in front of the Timisoara Art Museum. The 20 exhibitions brought together under the banner Waiting for Brancusi were accompanied by a visual and percussion ethno-performance entitled Scarecrows and directed by Levende Kochardi. This vast project, produced by the Arte Factum Cultural Association, was financed by the National Cultural Programme Timisoara European Capital of Culture in 2023. The Romanian Cultural Institute representations abroad also organized events to mark the national Constantin Brancusi Day. Thus, the Romanian Cultural Institute in Beijing organizes the photography exhibition Eternal Symbols, Brancusi in Photographic Retrospective, from February 19th to March 19th. The exhibition presents to the public the main works of art of the great sculptor, which are exhibited in the most important museums in the world. The exhibition is made in collaboration with the Union of Architects from Romania. The Romanian Cultural Institute in Warsaw marked the Constantin Brancusi National Day in Poland by presenting online the documentary film Brancusi, Romanian Sources and Universal Perspectives. Those interested could discover from a distance the exhibition of the same name, which took place in Timisoara at the National Art Museum between September 30th, 2023, January 28th, 2024. In the documentary film produced by the Timisoara branch of the Romanian television and distributed on the social networks of the Institute, curator Doina Lemni presents the main themes sublimated by Constantin Broncusi over the years, the artist's connections with the Romanian and international artistic environment, and the most important works in the exhibition, which come from the collections of the Centre Pompidou Museums in Paris, the Tate Gallery in London, the Guggenheim Foundation, the National Art Museum of Romania, the Craiova Art Museum, as well as from private collections. 
On Friday, February 23rd, the Radio Hall in Bucharest hosts a gala evening dedicated to one of the world's great opera composers, Giacomo Puccini, 1858-1924. God touched me with his little finger and said, Compose for the theatre, only for the theatre, confessed Puccini in a letter addressed to a friend. And indeed, Puccini fulfilled the divine command he felt he had received at his birth, devoting his entire creative life to opera, without wasting too much time on other musical genres. Twelve operas bear his signature, and many of these are masterpieces in the repertoire of opera theatres around the world. La Bohème, Tosca, Madame Butterfly, Janice Kiki, La Fantula del West, and the last score unfinished at his death, Turandot. Few composers have conveyed so much emotion in their works, Puccini's heroines are extremely vivid characters, and the areas he composed, like El Ucevan Lestele of Tosca, O Mio Bambino Caro of Janis Kiki, or Nessun Dorma of Turandot, have become legendary. One hundred years after his death, the National Radio Orchestra and the Radio Academic Choir pay tribute to him with an extraordinary concert under the sign of duality, known and unknown Puccini in which you will enjoy symphony and choral areas from operas and fragments from his religious music. On the radio hall stage, you will listen to selections from Madama Butterfly, Manon Lascaux, Tosca or Turandot, as well as Messa di Gloria, composed at the age of 21. The Puccini 100 Gala will take place under the baton of the conductor Christian Sandu. The event at the radio hall is presented in partnership with the Center of Excellence, of the National University of Music in Bucharest. The Liszt Institute Hungarian Cultural Center in Bucharest is organizing the 20th edition of the Hungarian Music Festival Performance Competition, a form of popularizing Hungarian classical music literature between May 12th and 16th, 2024. The festival is dedicated to young musicians aged 18 to 35 who like to perform pieces signed by Hungarian composers. In the three contest evenings of the festival, the young artists measure their talent by performing a 20-25 minute program, including works from Hungarian musical literature, in a proportion of at least one-third of the allotted time, alongside compositions from Romanian and universal musical literature. Soloists or duos can participate. In the case of vocal performance, leader and areas from operas are accepted, and in the case of instrumentalists, solo or chamber pieces, excluding concerts. The prize of the first three places consists of the opportunity to give a recital at one of the Hungarian institutes abroad, Vienna, Rome and Budapest, as well as cash prizes. And that's all we've had time for in this edition of Happening in Romania. From Mila Kramlora it's goodbye now. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International... Simply Folk. 
Welcome to Simply Folk with me, Eugen Nastan. You're invited to listen to a traditional song praising the beauty of the traditional dance and performed by Transylvanian vocalist Viorica Flintasho. <laughs> Și scuturat-o, li-li-li-li-li Cum îi îmbătrâni lăsat-o, li-li-li-li-li-li that our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 11630 kHz in the DRM system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 21470 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.o channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.o. Goodbye.